do we enter into peace with God? Well, friends, let's talk about it today. Stay with me. Hey, friend, welcome to the Shattered into Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey friends, welcome back to the Shattered into Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith and I am your host today. So how's everybody doing? We are coming so close to December 25th, the celebration of Christmas, Christ, our baby Jesus, who came to us in the form of a baby and became the savior of all mankind. And I know that this can be a season that brings so many emotions. One of them is just busyness to to make it simple. And then there is this roller coaster of emotions that I uh, sometimes deal with. And so today I want to talk about when all of these emotions come at you, whether it's Christmas season or it's just in general, just a difficult time that you're walking through. Like, What do you do with all of these wave of emotions that come at you? And how do you find peace with God? How do you enter into that rest and into that peace? So, like always, let's look to the greatest source, and that is the Word of God. So, peace with God. Psalm 107.43 says, Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the great love of the Lord. John 14.27 says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So here we have the promise Jesus has given us. He's telling us that peace alone only comes from him and that what he has to give us is of eternal value. It's non-comprehensive to our mind and it's so different than what the world can give us. And so it's hard to understand, right? And grasp sometimes because We see the things of the world. We can touch the things of the world. What does the world give us? Why don't we do that? Let's, I encourage you to make a list of all the things that the world gives you, the things that you encounter and experience in the world, and then make a list of the things that you encounter and experience with Jesus. And today we're talking about that peace. Listen, Philippians 4, 6, and 8 says, be anxious for nothing. Well, Peace, the opposite of that would be what? Angst, worry. He says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. So friends, when we feel that storm come on, when we feel that raging anxiety come on, we need to stop and we need to begin to pray by prayer and supplication. And we enter into that peace. Lord, take this anxious thought away right now in the name of Jesus. We are going to have an eternal exchange here. So I'm going to give you these anxious thoughts. Thank you because you've already paid the price on the cross. You can take that. And in exchange, I take on your peace, your peace. So it says also with Thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. So 
So yes, he knows what we have need of. We're his children. But he also says to make these things known to him. And then it says the peace of God. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And again, this is from Philippians 4, 6, 8. Philippians, by the way, is a great book to just bathe in right now in this season or any season because the whole book written by Paul is about joy. Paul was going through devastating times, yet he found himself immersed in God's joy because it was a state of mind that he was in. So Paul understood how to not conform to this world and how to keep his mind and his heart and his focus on Jesus. And that's what he tells us to do. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. And when we remove ourselves from this mindset of fear, when we cast that down and we move away from that and we draw close to God, we begin to enter into that peace. Be not dismayed or discouraged, some versions say, for I am your God. And when we keep our mind on him and we we come to you know, realize and soak in the truth of, oh God, you are for me. If you're for me, no one can be against me. Like everything is possible with you. You alone are my strength. The end of that passage says that he will uphold us with his righteous right hand. For me, the first step of entering into God's peace and his rest, because the two go hand in hand together for me, is just focusing on and speaking out, God, you are good. You are good. I believe with all my heart, you are good. No matter what I face today, no matter what my circumstances are, no matter what my pain and my suffering is, I have a choice to believe either you are good or you are not good. And you know what, friends? I think that we can really complicate things. I think that we can be looking for this extravagant answer of, you know, the question, how do I enter into peace? When really it's quite simple and everything that Jesus did when he walked this earth, he made simple, simple for us to understand. It's not anything complicated. It's very simple. And I could really complicate that. Like I could dig deep into Google or whatever, you know, a, a whole stack of books and because everyone's got their own thought process and commentaries about, you know, peace and what that looks like, whether you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, but really it's truly to enter into his presence because when you enter into his presence and you say, God, you are good. I believe in you and that you are good. You alone are my peace. And when you enter into that presence, you will find that every care around you, all the struggles, all the complications around you, your circumstances, they begin to dissipate. So the closer that we come to him, the more and more we immerse ourselves into his presence through worship and prayer, conversation, we find that peace. The cares of this world, all the things that were causing me to not be at peace, fall off in the presence of Jesus. And as you sit in that presence with him, your creator, your savior, and immerse yourself in peace, he's going to speak to you. He's going to share things with you and give you insights 
into other things that can promote even more peace in your life. And it may be things and revelations in regards to how to take care of yourself. It could be new ways to serve him. By the way, serving other people just brings a whole level of joy and peace. Entering into compassion and trust and respect with people around you really does give you inner peace. And another thing that we need to focus on when we think about peace is, is there any things going on in our own heart that we have not dealt with? Because that inner peace comes from being reconciled with first the Lord, but then with other people. And so if we're harboring any, for example, unforgiveness in our heart, then peace cannot reside where there is unforgiveness. So we need to lay our heart before the Lord in that we ask the question, Lord, is there anything in my heart that doesn't need to be there? Bitterness, unforgiveness, sin, whatever it may be, and lay it down and ask for forgiveness and, and move on. Reconcile with him, reconcile with other people. And another thing that can bring just chaos into our life is our environment, our atmosphere, things around us. So, you know, do we need to declutter some things? Do we need to just get some things in order? You know, God is a God of order. And so when we think about order, from even an emotional, physical, and spiritual level. Like, what is going on in our mind, in our heart? You know, is there clutter and junk that needs to go? Because peace cannot reside there. We want the peace, like the living water, to flow, and it needs space for that. And even from a physical perspective, like, if I have clutter all around my desk, in my car, in my office, wherever it may be, I cannot function if there is chaos and disorder I have to have order because it keeps me organized. It keeps me structured. I have space where I can be productive and I can work and things flow so smoothly. But when there is chaos, you may find yourself very frustrated. You may find yourself unproductive. You may find yourself in a place mentally of chaos and not a place of peace. And so, you know, peace can really be stimulated by who we're with, who is around us, and our atmospheres and our environments in which we live in. And so I want you to think about moving into this place of peace with the Lord as we move into the holidays, as we draw closer to that day of Christmas where you're going to be pulled in so many different directions. I know it shouldn't be so, but it is because family members, there's travels, there's so many people that want to see you and you want to see other people. And, you know, it just can become such a hectic time. And this is always a good time to return us back to the heart of God, to remind ourselves where our true Prince of Peace is, where we can find it, where we can tap into that. And so I'm just trying to encourage you to consider all things going on around you that could be leading you, putting you in a place that God never meant you to be in. And let's return back together. Let's return back to that place of peace that he is calling us to. Isaiah 26, 3 through 4 says, You will keep him, meaning you and I, in perfect peace. Those that are found in perfect peace will be because their mind has stayed on me, because he trusts in me, because he trusts in the Lord forever. 
for in Yah, the Lord, Yahweh, is everlasting strength and peace. Well, friends, next scheduled episode is actually falling on Christmas Day. Isn't that so cool? So it will be a very short episode, and I have a special little message that I'm going to share with you, and then we are just going to move into honoring our risen Savior, Christ Jesus, that came in the form of a babe with all of our families. So I love you bunches. I hope you have a wonderful week. If you have not yet, jump over to my website, JeannieScottSmith.com, and grab your copy of the gift right now. Buy one, get one free. It's an incredible gift. It's not too late to get it, and I will ship it to you as quickly as I can. God bless you all, and I look forward to talking to you soon. If you like Mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered into Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered into Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way.